This is episode 421, how to take risks when you aren't used to taking risks with Elena. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Welcome back to the show, everyone. As usual, so glad you're here. Just a reminder that every Wednesday, a live coaching call drops. It's an unproduced, unscripted episode. I don't know anything about the person before we get on. And it's just a very raw, vulnerable coaching session. Thank you to the 421 people that have participated so far and we plan to keep going. And every Saturday is a Coach's Corner episode that drops. If you missed last week's, we talked about mom guilt. It was a conversation I've been wanting to have for a while. So if you're a mom at any any stage in your journey, whether your kids are one or 45, I encourage you to listen. And if you're the partner to a mom, I highly encourage you to listen to really get into a mom's world in a little bit deeper way. The parent conversation, specifically the mother conversation, is one that I'm committed to having more honesty about. Same with the relationship conversation. Many people look at Steph's and I's relationship and our journey and are like, oh my gosh, I want that. And it's amazing. <laughs> like we do have a beautiful relationship and it takes work. And there are times in our relationship that are really hard and times where we question it. We always come back to love. And the thing that keeps us together is we're both committed to growth. Same thing with parenthood. I've been so blessed to have a child and a healthy child. I thank God every day. I thank my former self for taking care of myself so that I was able to have the child that I do now. And I don't just mean physically, I mean on the emotional and spiritual level as well. And there are some days or moments that are really challenging. Um, And the thing as humans is we get to experience the full range. Relationships and parenting are beautiful and fulfilling and nourishing and full of so much joy and passion and love and connection. And they're triggering and challenging and can push us to the edge and can really call us forward in terms of our own work, in terms of regulating our own nervous system and so much more. And so this is hopefully one of many conversations that I'm going to have with people about motherhood and parenthood. If you have specific things you want me to cover in terms of motherhood or parenthood, that would be great. Just send me a message on Instagram. Also, you may be thinking, well, I'm not a parent, so these episodes aren't going to be relevant to me. Well, you've had parents. And I think that if you, well, I think I really sense that if you listen to episodes about parenting and the challenges that come with it, and the way it really makes us question everything. So many of us question so much, including our, ourselves and the way we're doing it and how it's something that most of us are very unprepared for, no matter how much work you do, you may have more understanding of your own parents and your own childhood. So if you missed that episode, head on over and check it out in Coach's Corner. Today, we are talking about stepping out of your comfort zone, which isn't a new conversation, But what's a little new about it, it's not a conversation we've had too often, is not stepping out of your comfort zone because you've never really had to in your life. So we've talked a lot about how stepping out of your comfort zone, doing new things is difficult if you've had past failures or if you're scared to because when you've done things that you've wanted to do or taken risks in your life, it didn't turn out that well. But we haven't really talked about how if you haven't taken a lot of risks, 
then it's often harder. And we discussed that in today's episode. So as you're listening, consider, are you a coach and you really want to start your coaching practice, but you're playing it safe despite the training and skills and passion you have for it? Are you someone who's had challenges in your life and for the most part have really stayed in your safety zone? And the challenges you've had have even reinforced the desire to stay in your safety zone, your comfort zone, aka the familiar. Next, are you willing to start making some bigger changes and start taking some risks? And finally, do you ever deal with imposter syndrome and would you like to let it go for good? So keep those questions in mind as we listen to my coaching call with Elena. Alana, welcome to the show. How can I help? Oh, thank you very much, uh, Christine, for having me. It's going to be a pleasure. Just looking for uh, transitioning, I guess I came from a, a structured environment for a career and mm. I still am kind of in it and looking to go more into my own, like an entrepreneur type thing, like life coaching and it's accountability, self-sabotage and those types of things where I am not feeling not moving forward into that realm. So I'm just kind of looking for some help. And guidelines mm-hmm. maybe for that. Okay. Can you give me some more specifics on how you feel like you're not moving forward? For sure. So I have certifications. Mm-hmm. I done the training. Advertising is one. Just telling people, like I tell my closest group of friends, but putting myself out there seems to be a little bit of a, a fear. And then the social media thing, like I am on social media and I do a little bit, but again, just to advertise that I'm moving into this has some blocks and challenges for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are the blocks and challenges? What stories do you have or what beliefs do you have that are creating those? There's a few, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. One being that there's lots of people out there doing this. So mm-hmm. why would people choose me? Yeah, um, the good old imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome, exactly. Mm-hmm. That comes up a lot. Um that's the biggest one that has me stopping myself from just saying, just put yourself out there. You can do this. And then my family and my closest friends are saying, you got this. And then mm-hmm. I stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What scares you about quote unquote, putting yourself out there? I feel I'm not going to fail. Like I, I do some like now, just not for uh, financial gain. I actually can't put my finger on it, to be honest. Mm. Well, let me ask you this. If someone came to you for coaching around this, where would you start? Exactly the questions you're asking me. I would. Yeah. What is your fear around this? What do you think your challenges are? And then really subject by subject and, and see how to break those down into smaller chunks and reassure them that it doesn't happen all at once it's a yeah take one bite of an elephant at a time and just try to help them where to start with that and what would be the most celebratory thing that they could have that would motivate them to keep them moving forward Mm, what would that be for you just probably getting a couple of paid clients (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> which I believe like I know I like I can do and get that okay so how would you do that well I probably would just ask a couple of my friends that I'm already helping and just ask them for a payment yeah 
for a financial for trades and services kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, helping your friends feels pretty safe. Is there anything it else is. you could do? Just actually advertising myself out there and see what happens and not having the fear over that. Well, you might still have the fear. Could you do it anyway? Yeah, I can do it. I could do it anyway. I and could. How would, how would you do it? Just through this, well, the certification program I did, I would just do it probably on that. And then maybe even on, you know, social media, a couple and just word of mouth, really. So I'm not a crazy, per- like I'm not out there a lot on social media, but just um, mm-hmm. word of mouth, I think would be the way to go for sure. Mm-hmm. You sound pretty confident that you can get clients. Mm-hmm. Something's still stopping me though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's explore what that something is. Cause it's more about, it's, it's less about something stopping you and more about something keeping you safe. Mm. So okay. let me ask you this. What's the payoff to not being seen, to staying in the comfort zone you're in? What's the payoff? What's the benefit? What do you get from it? Safety. From what? Like no, no change, like for mm-hmm. the unknown, for mm-hmm. growth. Like I stay in my nice little box. Mm-hmm. and stay in the structure that I've known mm-hmm. and nothing changes. Okay. And what scares you about mm. the unknown and change? Hmm. I guess I never thought about that before. <laughs> I always thought growth is great. This will be good. Mm-hmm. Well, growth that we choose is great. Mm. But oftentimes there's change in the unknown that we don't choose. It's not so great. Mm-hmm. So what scares you about the unknown and change? When has change and the unknown been terrifying or not resulted in something great? Hmm. Probably that I will change. How so? As a person, because then I'd be like, wow, this is great. Like I got, you know, things are moving ahead for me and then I'm going to change as a person. And what's bad about that? An amazing thing. There's nothing bad. <laughs> well, there must other be than, mm-hmm. Other than perhaps maybe some close friends or family may not like that and may not choose me. And I can't pinpoint exactly who that would be because like I feel supported, but that's the, the gut feel that's uh, coming up for me right now. Yeah. Yeah. And that can feel very scary because it hits our need for belonging which is their survival instinct. Mm-hmm. So I want, I want to go a little deeper with you. And if we don't, if I'm going down the wrong lane, we'll, we'll, we'll shift gears. Okay. Good. I want to go back to change and uncertainty and when that's felt scary in your life. So has there ever been a time in your life way back to childhood where you did do something that was, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone or an idea you had, or just followed something you loved or it didn't, and it didn't go well. Or it didn't go like you planned. Like I moved away from home to go to university by myself, but that wasn't, that was my choice. And did it go as planned? You know, I went and completed it and, you know, had the university time, but I didn't think it was not, um, what's the word? It didn't, it went well. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think if there was something that didn't go as planned. Any time in your life, there's been change that was shocking or hard. For sure. Like when, well, my mother passing away nine years ago, that Mm -hmm. was uh, unexpected for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anything else? I guess 
I had a pregnancy in between my two children too, that didn't go well. And, and, uh, ended him passing too, as well. That was uncertain for sure. Um, yeah, those are the big things. <laughs> childhood. Those are big things. Mm. Not so much from childhood. Like I, I did have a pretty good upbringing, firm family life and brothers and lots of fun that way. So mm-hmm. I, not so much, very close family. So I very mm-hmm. felt very well supported then. Mm-hmm. So fear of change can come from myriad reasons, but typically from when there was change and it didn't go well, so we avoid it. Or if we really just haven't taken a lot of risk in our life, and Mm -hmm. sort of played it safe and are quite comfortable with that and just are very unfamiliar with putting ourselves out there and taking risk. Sort of like a new language that we feel insecure about speaking. I would agree that's a lot like me right now. Yeah, I've always played it safe, did the things, do you know, expected things. And now this is exactly what you said, a new whole new language and something new. A whole new new territory. You're in a whole new land. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how you frame that. It is the, the, the block or the hesitation because the hesitation feels way more easy to deal with than a block <laughs> yeah. and way more true, honestly, um, is that, you know, you aren't someone that has taken a lot of risk and put yourself out there much. And mm-hmm. this is a big deal to claim this new profession that my, oh some people God. may think is hokey or whatever to put yourself out there to be, you know, vulnerable for judgment mm-hmm. to do something that no one else in your family is doing. It's really big step for you. It is. Yeah, it is. And I exactly know that that's uh feeling really great. Bang on. <laughs> that is. Mm. So now I've, I've learned the language like to not specifically that for my new thing but it like you said it's moving from the safe box of the expected things to do to this new language so it's how to move to that new language yes well okay so put your coach hat back on for a moment Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you've just uncovered that this is more this is less about a huge roadblock and more about a hesitation because it's unfamiliar territory Mm -hmm. how would you coach yourself I would get a mentor like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can do that. I'm available. I uh, no, you might. I would. Right. And that would be something like I would ask somebody I said, mm-hmm. well, you need to join circles or groups with mm-hmm. this type and ask the question, how did yeah. you start out? And what were your fears yeah. and challenges? Like, what was your biggest learning walk? Like those kind of five well, W's. Let's use yeah. the metaphor of, or analogy. I get them confused. I really just need to look it up and learn the difference. But let's use the, the I'm going to go with analogy of you're in, what's a country you haven't been to in a language you don't speak? Have you ever been to China? Do you speak Chinese? Have not been to China. Have not spoken Chinese, no. <laughs> okay. So let's say you go to China. Get off the plane. You're in a familiar territory. Now you would know how to get off the plane. You'd figure out how to go through customs. You'd probably figure out how to get a cab. You'd probably have a hotel. There's, there's a lot you could do on your own, but then mm-hmm. you'd reach a point where you probably would need to find somebody familiar with China who speaks your language that could give you some directions. Yeah. So yeah. in a situation, I think that 
you don't want to disempower yourself so much to the sense of like, I need somebody to tell me what to do. Mm. Because part of feeling confident in unfamiliar territory is navigating some of it on our own. Correct. And then when we get to a point where we're like, mm, not sure what to do next, that's when we ask a guide. Okay. Ask somebody that's been down the road. Ask somebody that's familiar with the territory. So my encouragement to you would be actually see, knowing that the hesitation is just that it's new. So there's no lions that are going to eat you. You're not going to fall off a cliff. There's nothing like <laughs> super like life-threatening that's going to happen. But knowing to the part of you that's always like to play it safe, this is going to feel like there's lions. Mm, so working yes. with that part, reassuring that part and taking steps into this uncharted territory with love, compassion, and encouragement, but also an excitement of, you know what, like playing it safe has gotten me this far and actually venturing into a new land doesn't mean I'm not safe because I create my safety inside of me. Mm. So I think there's a paradigm shift in terms of how you look at safety. Mm -hmm. Up until now, safety has been coloring inside the lines. Yeah. And as you have learned from your mother's death, the pregnancy loss, life does not always go as planned as much as we right. color in the lines and follow in the rules. Mm -hmm. And so at a certain point we choose to, you know what, I actually think I'm going to color outside the lines and it doesn't mean it's not safe. It's just new. I like that. So if you can shift the paradigm to actually seeing that the safest thing you can do is honor your own inner callings and your own inner voice. I love that. And know that it's going to be okay. Because with those other things, it was okay after. Yeah. 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 And if like you need that. to play the whole, what's the worst thing that can happen game with yourself, you can. <laughs> yeah. But then make sure to switch it to what's the best thing that can happen. Sometimes we need to get all the worst case scenarios out first, but it's important that we get to what's the best thing that can happen. And I love that. I, I think, you know, more than you give yourself credit for. And it's just about taking those steps and talking to yourself along the way. This is new. New doesn't mean not safe. I love that. This is unfamiliar. Unfamiliar doesn't mean unsafe. Yeah. Or unfamiliar doesn't mean stop. I shouldn't do this. It just means I'm curious and need to learn a little bit, then it's gonna yeah. be okay. I love that. I never thought of switching that. Um you spoke to my soul there. It was that feels good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just good. the safety part. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. 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 And how amazing that your life up until this point, of course, you've had your challenges for sure and your heartaches and all of that. Um, but for the most part, there hasn't been this huge catastrophic rug being pulled out from you moment. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean, um, that, Oh, like you should feel bad about that or anything. You've had this blessed life. And it's, I'm not saying that at all. Mm -hmm. What I am saying is that it's given you like a nervous system that hasn't been regularly dysregulated. Hmm. Okay. But, at the, but at the same time, it's gotten a little too comfortable. Like so that. no, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 So you might get anxiety 
And the feedback mechanism in your head may be, oh, I shouldn't do this. But if you can go, wait a second, like, is this anxiety because I just don't have control and it's new? Or is there actually a problem or a trigger here? And for the most part, it's going to be the former. Gotcha. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I like that. Because the other thing too, like being in a structured career, you have external validation where, where I find like, if you're going on your own, it's you, right. Do you know I mean? it's more of the right. internals and where I have not learned that I've always relied on That's right. the external good job or not, or mm-hmm. improve this. But mm-hmm. now it's like, okay, this is on me now where, yeah, it's that extra pressure that I think I'm putting on myself as well. But what you're saying is just to change that paradigm inside. Say it, exactly. It's okay. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Okay. I love that. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. I love it. So what's a step you could take? You're in China. <laughs> Gone off a plane. <laughs> what's a step you could I'm, take? I'm going to make a friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's from there. <laughs> no, I would. I would make a friend who's from there and, um, the cabbie yeah. or taxi driver, however that works, and yeah. yeah, ask them for the best recommendations and and just start like a little treasure hunt and mm-hmm. and be in that curiosity state. Yes, where yeah, but I know I'm still I'm safe, I'm okay, and I have a, a way out if I need it. Yeah, but just to be curious and in that um, student state, I like that. Yes. Yes. Sorry, my mind is buzzing right now with a whole bunch of things. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> you're you're hitting the soul part. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, bringing the analogy back to your life, what's a step you can take? A step. I am going to reach out actually to a couple of co-participants, like in the course that I did, and just see how they started and um, how they promoted themselves and then maybe I'm actually going to think about asking my couple of friends if they want to be the like a full-time client and go from there I love it yeah yeah that feels good Mm, good yeah it makes me feel more safe too with the smaller service (laughs) but then I'll Yeah. yeah gain the confidence to spread out a little bit more yeah well and it's it feels doable yeah. You know? yeah. 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 I love that. Yeah. One step, then the next, then the next. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, you're in a great place. You have tools and life experiences and a heart to share. And when the imposter syndrome come up, no, that's just a normal part of not being an egomaniac, <laughs> you know, not, you know, <laughs> world revolves around me kind of setting. and really just go with like, you know, there are a lot of people out there in the world doing this, but there's also a lot of people in the world who need this. And the people that need this mm. far outnumber the people that are doing it. And just like there's, you know, there's people who have different preferences and different people that resonate with them. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm reading Cinderella to my daughter. So the the thing that's coming Aww. in is if the, it's like everybody has their glass slipper that fits yeah 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 and there's always going to be people that will fit with you 
or not. There's always going to be okay. people. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, I love that. I love that. And what would you say makes like is one of the strongest things about you as a coach? Like, what are you really amazing at? Listening mm. most of the time. <laughs> no, I uh, yeah, I love and I love people. I I do love listening to people mm. and when they speak. Yes, yeah, it's one of my favorite well, things. That's the the key thing on making a great mm. coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I do love that. But I love that paradigm that you just said. I'm going to write that on a sticky and I'm going to put that on my mirror. Love that. Yeah. Well, I am excited to see what unfolds for you and the different people that come into your orbit. I'm sure you'll be able to help a lot of people who are taking their first trip to China, metaphorically. (laughs) And yeah, and you'll be like, I've been there. Yep. Let me show you around. And it's okay. It's It's an amazing place. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you to Elena for saying yes to your passion, for going after what you really, truly desire, and for willing to be coached. It's always a sign to me of a great coach if you're willing to be coached. So we explored a lot in this call, but mostly... What was holding Elena back was just the fact that she's just not used to going out there and putting herself out there. And when we're not used to that, it can be quite terrifying. One of my core wounds is rejection. And so for me, early on in my career, it was really scary to pitch myself, to say I was a coach, to move out of my comfort zone. But the pain of staying in the familiar became much bigger than the risk of going outside my comfort zone. Now, I must say, I was also in my early 20s and our risk tolerance in our early 20s is a lot different. You know, when we're in our late 30s, 40s, 50s, and we make a career change and we've done things one way for decades, it can feel quite scary to move out of the unfamiliar. And so I empathize with that and I understand that. And at the same time, when we've lived a little more life, we've seen enough to know that regret is far worse than risk. You can't get time back. And regret is very painful to live with. You can recover from most risk, especially something like posting, going after clients, putting yourself, quote unquote, out there more. Some people may judge, some people may not like it, but you can recover from that. But to be coming to the end of your life and going, gosh, why didn't I go after what I want? That to me is far more painful than taking a risk and maybe having a few people say something not so nice. We're not living our life if we're only doing things that we think will not be judged by other people. And it's true when we move into a different career, especially the personal growth industry, there may be some judgy Jennies out there or judgy Jerry's out there and just let them. That's okay. You know, when we start looking at our own stuff and start speaking truth and start healing generational trauma, a lot of people judge it because that's their subconscious way of saying, I don't want to look at my stuff you're actually triggering my stuff. So instead of taking personal responsibility and dealing with my stuff, I'm just going to judge you. So it's really a defense strategy. Biggest thing to remember is to not take it personally and really let the sound of your own inner voice and your own inner calling and the people that really love you, support you and see you be something that you really let into your head. (laughs) All right, everybody. So that's the takeaway from today. Well, two big takeaways. Stop letting what other people think or fear of what other people think stop you from going after what you want and 
push out of what's safe. Because if you only live in what's safe, you're never going to really live. All right, everybody, that's the show for today. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings.